Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives, seen and unseen. God, we ask that you calm the nerves, God. God, we ask that you intercede on this episode and allow something to be said that resonates on the heart of your people that are viewing and also us that are on this episode, God. God, ask that you strengthen us and keep us, dear God, and allow us to have a blessed time on tonight. And God, we thank you, we praise you, and we count victory done. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, y'all, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. And I am truly thankful, y'all. It is truly a privilege and an honor. Um, I don't take it for granted being able to be on this platform. Um, but y'all, I need y'all to do me a couple of favors. I need y'all, first and foremost, share this post. Share it. If you're watching on Facebook, share it to your timeline. If you're on Instagram, share it to people that you don't see on here. Get them online and let them know. Chats with Preacher Boy is live with a new episode, and you need to be fully tuned in 100% with no distractions. And then second, I need y'all to like this video up, whether you're on Facebook or on Instagram, and then comment where you're currently watching. I want to know where y'all are at, whether y'all are in Texas, whether y'all are in America, in some other state, uh, overseas, Brazil, I don't know, all them other countries in the world, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I, I don't know, wherever you're watching, drop it down in the comments, this is very interactive, and if you have questions throughout the episode, by all means, ask your questions, drop them in the chat, we will do our best to answer them, uh, but with that being said, as you can see, like I mentioned, we have two guests, and I'm going to start off with, to my left, if you introduce yourself to the people, tell them a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to go to my right. Well, hello, wonderful people. My name is Takara, um, a.k.a. Sister Takara, a.k.a. Yep, yep. Sister Mama. Yep, yep. Um, and I hail from the wonderful state of Alabama. But I have been here in Texas for quite some time, so I do kind of consider myself a Texan. Um, but these are my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And I am excited to be here today to talk about this subject, and I'm even more excited Amen. for you all that are going to be participating with us tonight. Amen. And to my right, last but not least, tell the people who you is. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I am the wife. I am the, the what is it, the homemaker. I am the... You married? I sure am. To who? To you. Oh, okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> to you. <laughs> just um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> what what in the world? Like yeah, this is the Nicole. I'm a background Long, person. The media team Guru. that's not today. Not today. She ain't the media team. We got Fremont Productions in the building running the Woo media. You know, shout out to Fremont. <laughs> but Nicole is the uh, guru behind the media, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? She runs this stuff behind the scenes. I, I'm telling y'all, I'm not tech savvy. I don't do none of that. She's a wife. She's a mama. 
She is a home builder. She, I'm telling y'all, she fine. She A1. A1 top notch. She's my best friend, my confidant, and she sometimes gets on my nerves, but I love her anyway. You do too. <laughs> but nevertheless, the topic for this week, it is a good topic. If you've seen the first uh, part, um, you know who, how we got down. Pastor Long was our guest, and the topic was very straightforward and uncut. Man, I'm horny. But, as you can see, I have two ladies here. So it's a little bit different. They're going to give their perspectives on the topic. Because, first of all, they're not going to go to their homegirls. They're not going to be like, man, I'm horny. they they probably be like, sis, I, I ain't got nothing in a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to see what that's like. You know, it's been a little minute. I'm a little, it's, it's been a little while. So, with that being said, we'll start off with Nicole this go-round. Oh, <laughs> when you think about the topic... Man, I'm horny, and of course you can tailor it to, to how, how it fits you, but what comes to mind? Man, I'm horny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viewer discretion is advised. I would say... Like you're desiring something? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just... You're desiring something right then and there. It's something I, I personally wouldn't... I've personally never heard someone say it that's a female, mm-hmm. so I'm not, so when I hear men say it mm-hmm. around, like, females or, like, other men, it's just like, okay, like, you're, you're, like, you want a desire to be met. Okay, so, when you say a desire to be met, because obviously, I can be hungry and have a desire. Man, I'm hungry. Uh, I'm, I need, I need food right now. So, so, but in regards to this topic, though. Mm-hmm. What, what What's your thought? Because we ain't dealing with hunger in regards to food. I think when when people usually say it, well, when I've heard it, mm-hmm. oh, now, now when people say, well, when, when I've heard it, it's, it's usually someone that, that, that wants to, that wants to have sex with somebody else, but it's more of like, um, not, not a desire, but it's like a, like a, like check the block. Mm, it's okay. not. It's not like a like an intimate moment. That's why I feel like that's why they use that word. Mm, okay. Okay. What about you, sis? Um, when, when I hear when you that, hear like, and first of all, it makes me giggle because it reminds me of like seventies, eighties, like dirty films. Like <laughs> it just sounds like weird. <laughs> so if I hear somebody say that, I'm like, you must be old or something. I don't know. But, like grow up. Uh, yeah, but it just makes me. It just. I associate always associated with like dirty mm-hmm. or um or like lustful or okay. um lack of self control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Of. Okay, all right. So we gonna we gonna go back to to some scripture. Uh, this is the same scripture that we used. In the first part, just to refresh your minds, we're coming from 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 3 through 7. And it says, and I'm reading from the NIV, it says, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God, and that in this matter no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish you, will punish all those who commit such sins as we told you and warned you before. 
For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. So just to give a little recap, um, Paul was pretty much addressing the church, and he was telling them, you know what I'm saying, like, hey, what they're doing, right, where they're at, they are pretty much practicing what they see around. So all the all the unclean things, you know, sex out of, out of marriage, you know, sleeping with, cheating on your spouses, all that stuff. This is what society was doing during that time. Mm-hmm. And church, the Paul was trying to hurt, hold the church accountable for that behavior, saying like, no, we're God's children. Right. You're supposed to be holy people, pure. You can't be partaking in what society is doing around you, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think about that and you think about how today is, especially the inv- advancement of how they're pushing um, sex to the younger younger children or or even it's more it's approved i guess the sex workers they they say like hey that's the move today you know what i'm saying like what comes to mind for y'all like what what really had what what do y'all think about and how did how do you relate to it and do you agree with it and do you not either or i ain't gonna pick nobody i'm gonna let y'all just jump i would definitely say that i do not agree with the the social climate that we Mm -hmm. have today we have something, what will they have? What's called a slut walk. Like, that's that's okay to be a slut. Like, that, just that yeah. word, period. You, you fought somebody. Yeah. When I was coming up, if someone called your mother that, if mm-hmm. someone called your grandmother that, and said, no, they have dedicated a national time, specified mm-hmm. time and day, to be able to walk freely and say, I'm a slut, and that's okay. I have an issue with that. Yeah. Our little girls are looking at this and thinking that it's okay. Mm-hmm. The um, things that are the ideas and images that are being portrayed in film, on television, mm-hmm. um, on social media, that it's all okay to be this um, outward, mm-hmm. to be this worldly, to, okay. and with no consequence. Um, when did YOLO coming out? Come out. You only live once, so you might as well do everything damnable while yeah. you can. And I just thought that that was such a horrible thing to be imparting on our young children who are so impressionable. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Um, can you go back to the scripture? What was the scripture? Which, which part you want? Which part you Wait, want? Wait, let me see. I need a, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. You need, you need, you need to put some eyes to it. Okay. Okay. First, it was First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 7. So this is where we started. <clears throat> go ahead. You need to refresh. You need to read, read, read to the people again. Okay. Go ahead. I'll, I'll cut you off in a second. You're going to cut me off? Oh, okay. So, if you don't, if you don't mind, I'm gonna. Can I disclose y'all, y'all's relationship statuses? Yeah. Okay. So Nicole is married. Obviously, I'm her husband, right? <laughs> but um, she's gonna. She ain't gonna sugarcoat with y'all. She ain't at all. Takara is single. Mm-hmm. She ain't gonna sugarcoat with y'all either. Mm-hmm. She gonna tell y'all like it is. And so what we're gonna address tonight is the perspective from women, because y'all heard from us as men and how we see. Uh, when it comes to dealing with sexual desires and the urges and things of that nature, but you didn't hear it per se from a woman. And I can't really address in detail what it feels like as a woman to be dealing with those desires. Because at the end of the day, we've all participated in sexual activity. Mm-hmm. You got kids. Right. You, we got kids. You know what I'm saying? Some of us may have dabbled before marriage. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to call nobody out. I'm speaking to myself. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we know we know what the feeling is like. Right? So, what, what, what you got? Because I ain't going to let you... Oh, you're talking about the kids? Oh, no, no, no. In, yeah, in regards to the first question. Oh, I feel like just right now in society, we're making it seem like... <clears throat> it's more like a... 
I want to say it's like like a like it's like there's no shame to it. Mm-hmm. There's no shame for you to just meet someone one day, or you be in the lovey dovey stage with someone, whether you're a teenager or what. Mm-hmm. And because because what is it that people say? Be true to who you are and stuff like that. Yeah. And like I feel like we we I feel like just now like as teenagers we talk about you know like the word sexy and uh, hold on quick question have y'all seen the teenagers now yeah what they look oh, yeah. like, like how they, they do not look like teenagers nah no. they look like adults and so I feel like we're not I feel like we're pushing society to like to be more advanced mm-hmm. and I feel like they're not ready for it of course like and we're growing them which up is com- which is completely mm-hmm. wrong because one they're, we're pushing them, but they're not ready for it. So right. it's like they they're like trapped in like that same circle because it's like okay, no one's gonna love me, but you're still sleeping around because that's all you know mm-hmm. because that's how society is. So, so do y'all think there's an influence even at at y'all's ages of today? Do you think there's an influence, or have you ever experienced something where it kind of pushed you in the wrong direction a little bit because how prevalent it is today? How they're pushing the the sexual um, activity agenda, because essentially that's how I see it. I see it as an agenda. I would say, yeah, from personal experience, yeah. Um, I'm a eighties kid, and I have no problem with saying I'm forty. Loud. Turn up, cause she don't look forty. Um. So, <laughs> um. But what I said when I was coming up in the in the nineties as a kid, it was just like you had Luke. Mm-hmm. You had 69 boys. You had all these people that had, you know, that made it start to, um, it was starting to be put out to mainstream mm-hmm. um, as far as glamorizing, acting a certain type of way. So when you're seeing it in the music and you're seeing that um, this this type of music is becoming more prevalent and when you um, are starting to, you you want to be that. Because it's glamorized and it's also generalized as well. That's a fact. So sin started to become more and more less tab, more and more taboo, mm-hmm. and um, or more or less less taboo. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and it, it it became more generalized. So I believe that's like I know the eighties and seventies, like y'all just kind of started as trash it. But like the nineties just put it on the, the icing yeah. on the cake. And like, yeah, um, right. So everything just became at an all time high. Selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Um there was even it was some type of honor amongst that occupation or amongst yeah. that uh type of dealing. But then even just stuff just got brandished with that. It's just things was just began to be so open mm-hmm. and so just prevalent to where you, anywhere you looked. It was not hard to find sex. It was not hard to find drugs. Mm-hmm. It was not hard to um, uh, see older guys with younger women. It was it was not hard. And um, as we begin to see those um, those images, what was that song? Look at that girl with them Daisy Dukes on. <laughs> I remember being a teenager, and I started wearing Daisy Dukes. Um, uh-huh. So, but everyone knows that came from the Dukes of Hazard or whatever mm-hmm. with uh, Daisy and wear her Daisy Dukes, but. Um, it started to become more sexualized, and um, it was okay, and it was uh, accepted. And you had, sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. you had the, uh, in your time, you had Freak Neat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm from Biloxi. Well, I, not from Biloxi. Well, I stayed in Biloxi. But mm-hmm. we had some called Black Beach. So when Freak Neat got canceled, they moved every 
all of those wonderful activities to mm-hmm. Biloxi to the beach. And I was a I was a teenager in that, and still you know seeing all these different things. So it wasn't um it wasn't hard to get yeah. yourself into that type of lifestyle and into that type of thinking. Mm-hmm. And then it, it caused me to begin to associate the act of sex mm-hmm. with the action of love. Mm. And it okay. caused me to uh, connect the two when the two are totally opposite of one another mm-hmm. or so, totally separate. And it, it, it uh, caused me to gain a false sense of what I thought love truly was. Wow. So if I had sex, then that meant that you loved me. Mm. If I had sex, that meant that uh, what what was the term like? Once you with me, you like you stuck with me. Mm-hmm. They had other choice words, but if you, <laughs> what you um, but it was just like it was it was that thing. So um, a lot of my friends and a lot of guys and girls alike, um, they begin to just develop an unhealthy sense mm-hmm. of self worth mm. because you associated with. How many you can bag? Yeah, and That's now true. it's like, what? What's your body count? Women are not—they're not shame of that anymore. Oh yeah, they're for not. sure. It's for almost sure. it's glamorized. If you have this high of a body count, if you have more than one, nobody wanted you back then. Facts. Now it's like, oh, if you ain't got more than one, right? Nah, you, Something's you wrong struggle. with you. Nobody wants you, and don't let you be a virgin, mm-hmm. and in your twenties. You are considered a social retard. Yeah, That's can I a say fact. That word? You sure can. Okay. You're you considered sure a social retard yeah. if you are a virgin and you're in your 20s. Something must be wrong with you. And if you're in your 30s, you must have a disease if you're still a virgin in 30s. So nobody even believes in virginity and the sanctification yep. of that anymore. I'm sorry, Brandon. No, that's that's spot on. What about you? And it goes back to like, what if you are a virgin? People are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't want to mess with you because I don't want you to be obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Right. Now, for me, I'm more stuck in the past. I know, I know, you said this before, but I'm stuck in like bat, like the old TV shows because now. I know people have talked about Euphoria and stuff like that. I do not watch that show, and I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. But I've heard the commentary, and it's just... I grew up on freaking High School Musical. High School Musical, <laughs> it was just, you know, oh, hugs. You, Mar- I think uh, I was watching it with, with our girls the other day, uh, and Marcus, yeah. and then Marcus was like, do they even kiss in this movie? And for the first one, they did it. The, oh, the second yeah, one, they did towards the end. Mm. And I'm like, you see how, like... It was just a kiss, but now you go straight like, to the, now, now you go straight to the sex scene. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, like and this is what our teenagers, middle schoolers mm-hmm. and now I've heard a lot of elementary kids are watching stuff like that too. So yeah. it's like that is crazy to me. Um what does someone uh, ask what, what they talk about? Just laughing at you. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. Um let us. I was about to say, let us know if in the comments they. they yeah, start. you can say something. I was about to say, let us know. Just yeah. cut us off. Just Avery. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he valid too. That's great for studio. Yeah, you say you grew up on High School Musical. I'm old. Laugh out loud. Oh yeah, he's he yeah he. I did. But he's in he's in, he's in his. He's about he's thirty two. But even oh, yeah, though yeah. even though like I was watching even the show um the Secret Life of American Teenager that's what another thing that I grew oh, yeah. up on mm-hmm. another show but the even though like they were talking about being like young and pregnant she was so ashamed of having sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that she, like just like I think like yeah. the first couple episodes, and she was so ashamed because she she got pregnant, and she's like, I was supposed to marry him, right? Mm-hmm. And he was yep. supposed to be like the love of my life, and then she ended up being with the I think it was Ben or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just shows how now it's glorified. Mm-hmm. Oh, I slept with so and so, and like 
just just like TV shows right now, they're right. just such a bad influence. That, bro, like no cap. Even with video games, there was a point in time I grew up. I couldn't just play Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. until I was that age. Right. Rated M meant. Rated M. Yeah. When you turn 17, then I will allow you to right. play those games. My dad ain't play that. See, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm just like, maybe I was I was stuck in like something. I don't know. Maybe I was just super childish back then. Because now when I watch the shows that I used to watch, I'm like, wow, I get it now. Facts. Now we're able to under, understand. Yeah, especially it. like back in the day with like the feet thing, the feet fetish and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I get it now. Right. You don't get that? You didn't watch, like, Nickelodeon? They did a whole bunch yeah. of, like, feet fetishes uh-huh. and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I didn't get it now, but I feel like now, kids nowadays, they'll get it. Now it's, like, just out there, because it's, like, yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm telling you. it's SpongeBob. Yeah. Now a, lot of, now a lot of it is just out there. Like, they don't even hide it. They don't try to hide it. It's, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to you. Right. And I'd rather you get it from the TV than get it at home, which is crazy. Because mm-hmm. when I found out about sex and... and Anything in regards to that, uh, it was in a locker room. It wasn't even, mm-hmm. it wasn't in, cl- it wasn't in deep, deep detail mm-hmm. in the church. The only thing I heard about it from the church was like, that is wrong. You need, right. you can't do it outside of marriage. Um, if you do it, you're going to hell. Right. All that. You know what I'm saying? But my homeboys in the locker room, they pumped it up to make it seem like it was the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll with the, the positive. I'm not going to want to hear the, oh, the bad stuff. Um, and that leads me to my, my next question. What is, when, when you think about this topic, or how, how, what can you tell other ladies out there that are watching this, or even you may be even able to encourage some men, um, from the marriage perspective, when you're not being satisfied at home? Griffin Studio said it wasn't bad. What wasn't bad? Like, I'm guessing when you said about what you said about sex, about the negative things, that you said it wasn't bad. Oh. <laughs> Any, anyways, from, from my perspective... You know what I'm saying? From a from a biblical standpoint, sex is not bad. I will say that. 110%. When God created sex, he didn't say it was bad. No, no, no. He said, now when you take what I've created and taken it out of the box that it was supposed to be in, that's what makes it bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but like back to my question, in regards to... Because uh, dealing with this topic of, man, I'm horny, right? Or, sis, I need to get some. Or, I ain't being pleased. From the marriage perspective... What can you say to other other women? And I don't I don't care what you say because ain't 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 you know what I'm saying? It is. You gotta be transparent on this podcast. But tell them what are some of the struggles in being married and having dealt with premarital sex and now being in the church and the different different things that come with it. Different struggles. Okay, so I remember before like when you're truly. So when I started going to church when I was 17 by myself, I like to, I love to say this because I literally did it by myself. I drove myself to church. And um, when I did it, and I was still living in sin, and you truly uh, desire, and like the, the word of God truly um, is, is like, um, what, what, what's the word? Instilled in you or mm-hmm. like it's getting instilled in you. That's when like you truly, yeah, it, like you truly want to change. So that's like whenever that whole thing happened, I feel like that's why we got married so quickly, because it's like you you, you don't want to live in a, you don't want to live a sinful life after that. So that's why mm-hmm. we, that's why we got married. I was eighteen. He wanted to get married at seventeen, but uh uh-uh, uh, my mom was not having it. But eighteen and you were nineteen. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> but um. 
What I was going to say was... But I feel like just me being married, it's completely different because I know a man has a different perspective, but for me, I'm, I'm, I'm so kind of like caught up mm-hmm. in the word or in doing like mom things or wife things mm-hmm. that it's truly like sex isn't the only thing. Okay. It's a bonus, but it's not the only thing, and it's not it's not the reason why we got married. Mm-hmm. So while other people are thinking like lustful thoughts, I'm like, ooh, I need to make dinner for my husband. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, there's other ways for me to like serve my husband instead of just you know having sex and stuff like that. So for me, it's uh, I wouldn't say like I struggle. With it. We've never gone through a deployment, so I don't I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I see him every day. Okay. I see him every day. I think the only time that we've ever been away was maybe like for your 24-hour duties or when you went to the BOC for like a, a night. Okay, so. so. <laughs> All right, so let me rephrase the question then. All right, because when when does when does it become a struggle then? Has there ever been times where even though you we are married and you know that I'm there and I'm available, has there been times where it's like, I know he's available, but that's not what I want. I feel like there have been times where <clears throat> we be sometimes we act like roommates. We just live we just live in the same house. You be mm-hmm. doing your own thing, come home from work, go to sleep, and it's like okay, yeah. all right. So you're not gonna socialize with me. You're not, you're not gonna socialize with me. Yeah. So I feel like that is more like okay. So like, what are you doing for me? We're mm-hmm. doing all these things for you. So what are you doing for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like it's usually those times. Which, you know, happen whenever you're tired and you just want to go to sleep, not do anything, not socialize, stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like that's when, like, the struggle begins. Or whenever you start doing your own thing, mm-hmm. I start doing my own thing. And for me, I get caught up in my TV shows. And what, um, is that str- what does that struggle entail? Like, elaborate for the people. What is the struggle? The struggle, it, it, it's not more like a, ooh, I, I need, I, it's not like, you know, like the term, what, uh, Man, I'm horny. You know what? What I said in the beginning, how people always—it's like a quick desire. You're not thinking about the other person. You're thinking about yourself. It's not about that. For me, it's more of like a: Can we get close again? Can we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we get okay. like intimate with each other? Because okay. it's more of like a: I feel like we're not we're not um, we're not one right now. We're not acting as one. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. So it's like, can we can we at least go? Because it's usually uh, you can kind of tell because we we be going back and forth. He be getting mad at me for no reason. I be getting mad at him for no reason. So I feel like the struggle is more like it goes back to feeling loved and and mm-hmm. I know and, that, and that's a struggle because I know the Bible does say mm-hmm. that the man's supposed to respect the woman. Love. And I mean, I mean, love the woman, and I'm supposed to respect him. And so it's like, okay, the struggle is when you're not showing your love to me. I know mm-hmm. that you love me, but when you're not showing that you love me. So that's when the struggle is. And then mm-hmm. your mind starts, like, wandering and stuff like that. And it's like, why am I about you? Like, why yeah. am I, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's more like that for me. Okay, okay. Now, from, from the singles perspective, because you were once married. Mm-hmm. So what is it like for you now being single? What are some of the struggles that you have to deal with? What are the, some of the things that you encounter like when you feel like you haven't killed your flesh that day? Um, well, first of all, I want to say about the married people because like, who was that? Uh, what's her name? Larsa Pimpin? Pitch- oh, yeah. Who was saying they had sex like four times a day? Every uh, day. Uh, I know, I know. Every day. I'm like... Yeah, and, and 
But the thing is, he won't make it a routine because I know. Uh, I'm not sure if you know. Marcus knows the the singer, mm-hmm. but her name is Adrian, and she's married to a, a gospel. To Israel Horton. And she said that she has sex every. They have sex every single morning. It's like a routine. So it's a routine. Maybe maybe it's different for men, but for like for I feel like it can't be a routine. Mm-hmm. It can't be like yeah. a like for us. It's kind you of, gotta hit the uh, record button again on the camera. It's yeah, you have to get up. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, we still we still live. It just it just we are yeah, live. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That's not uh, live. It's still live. Oh, you okay. just gotta hit the there. You go. You good now? Okay. But yeah. But yeah. Um, what I would say, like some struggles that I had, um, a big struggle that I had was disassociating love with sex. Wow. Um, because I was so programmed from the time I started having sex until my 30s, mm-hmm. right? So that, in that includes a marriage, um... So, disassociating that and understanding what the love of God truly is and what that looks like mm-hmm. and how unconditional it is. Sex is conditional. Yeah. You have to have some things to have sex, right? But love is unconditional. Whether I don't, whether I have one arm, one leg, one eyeball, whatever. You know, God still loves me the way that I am. That's a fact. Right? No um, but sex is conditional. Whether you are attracted to that person or whether you can for services. I hope you're not. But, um, <laughs> you know, whether you, you know, truly have a connection a with that person physically or whatever or attraction with that person mm-hmm. is conditional. Yeah. And um, so disassociating those two things and being able to understand the love of God through his word. Mm-hmm. And once I began to search the scripture for myself. And understand the scripture for myself when um, the Bible says that we're in this world, but we're not of this world. So the things of this world, the desires mm-hmm. of this world, um, the desires of the the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh, mm-hmm. it does not come from the Father. It comes from the world. So I can't say that I'm a child of God. I can't say that I'm a I'm a uh, one of God's daughters and still be of the world or be in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to live in this world. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, it just came to now that I've learned and studied the word and have been instructed on the word, now it's time that I apply the word. And yeah. when we apply the word, that's when that's when you face challenges and your seasons of application. It's not in just learning scriptures and things like that, but when you truly begin to let it take hold, and you begin to apply those things in your life for yourself. That's mm-hmm. when you develop your personal relationships with God. So when I tell people, or because I'm pretty cute, um, so um, so I do. I am approached by men. I am desired by men, and I've been. I'm told so. Um, but when I say that, that's not something that I desire mm-hmm. at this time in my life. I des- desire companionship. Mm-hmm. I desire a husband, right? But I don't desire sex. And it took a minute for me to get that way. And uh, when I do say that, I am told that something is wrong with me. Oh, wow. And I'm like, why would something be wrong with me? Right. Um, just because I don't feel like giving you four minutes of my life. Because that's how long you normally <laughs> take anyway. 
Right? So <laughs> I don't I don't feel like wasting my oxygen on that when I could be doing so many more things and being effective in the kingdom of God. I know if I do my part, God will surely do his part concerning me. And I begin to get so um, wrapped up in mm-hmm. um, the things that God would have for me to do. And um, so it's like, I know this sounds weird, but I don't even think about it. Wow. And I generally, I just want to go to sleep because I'm sleepy. Like, I'm, <laughs> I do so much. <laughs> so I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> now, have you have you always been this way though? No, it, like I said, it took a while for me to get there, mm-hmm. and w- even when I was still studying the scriptures and learning about God's word, did I still partake in the acts of sex every now and again? Yes, I did, and it took less time and less time in between, or more time and more time in between, until I was just like, "What am I doing? Mm-hmm. This is not even satisfying me for real. It's satisfying the other person." Yep. And the other person doesn't desire companionship, doesn't desire to have a wife, mm-hmm. doesn't desire to love me as mm-hmm. God loved the church. Wow. He's just self-serving. So why am I giving something so precious that God gave to me and not to him? Why would I just utilize something so precious for trash? Wow. So um, as I began to continue to stay in that mindset, it allowed me to... The next time I thought about it, I was like, dang, it's been X amount of time. And I'm just like, man, I'm pretty proud of myself. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. And the moment I began to to reflect on that, because I was having a talk with uh, our pastor, and I began to reflect on that, that's when God truly began to move in my life. Wow. That's when I began to truly get the promotions that I deserve, because promotions come from God above and not from man. That's a fact. So when I truly got the promotions that I deserved, when I truly was able to uh, navigate and move how I wanted to, how I desired to, it was when I yielded to that and I put an aspirin between my knees and kept them closed and I didn't drop my aspirin. And the aspirin is small, y'all. Right. <laughs> so, um... Legs was closed. Tight! <laughs> <laughs> so I can truly say, like, it's just not a desire of mine. Now, do I... Do I do I um, do I know it still works? Yeah, it works because it's on my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's not um it's just not a desire of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so excited and interested mm. um in what God has next for me to do. And anybody who who God brings my way has to understand that and has mm-hmm. to understand that I'm not just a woman. I'm a wife. And if you want this person, then that must mean you want a wife, and that must mean that you want ministry. Wow. So, because the act of sex in a marriage is ministry. That's a fact. You're giving a part of yourself away in intimacy that you don't give to everybody else. Mm -hmm. Somebody sees a part of you that nobody else gets to see. And that's serving in itself. So, um... Yeah, it's just not a... Yeah. And that's, that, that leads me into what I wanted to say. Oh, wait, can I say something real quick? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, what I was going to say was, with marriage, I feel like whenever, like, the struggle begins is whenever you're not doing your role. Whenever the husband's mm-hmm. not doing their role. Facts. And that's when they might say, oh, man, I'm horny, or, or same with the vice versa with the women. And that's why, even though I get where Aisha Curry was saying, 
I I get it. What she was saying. What I she, get. What she saying? She said that she like she wants attention from other men, right? Oh Lord Jesus. But not, but not that you want attention. But it's like if your husband is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, that's like that's where like sin creeps in. I see what you're saying. So what you're saying is she's she, just she was expressing. I think, but I think the she, lack of attention on she a was social receiving. platform. Yeah, she did say that. Now, now the way she did it was completely wrong. No, but wrong. I think she said it like she also wants it. Exactly. Yeah. But it's but like, but I understand her the sentence that like like what you she understand said. the 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 basis of what yeah. She was trying so to they say. were saying what he was a sex symbol or something, and she wanted to be that too. Is that what it was? No, yeah. like she just wanted like she desired to see if she still had it. Yeah. So what if made she her say still, that? She just came out one day and said, "I want to see if I still got." They it. never disclosed. Uh, Steph Curry never spoke on the matters. He never uh, really said anything. Um, but it does tie mm-hmm. into like when you're not walking in your roles effectively, because mm-hmm. like you said, it, it's ministry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just like the podcast we talked about uh, while we was in Germany, um, this young couple, Kaylin and Kyra, that's their, I think that's their name, Kaylin oh, and Kyra. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they were talking about how a lot of times men, what we do is we're so worried about getting our, excuse my French, our nut off. You know what I'm saying? That we're not worried about our wives. In, in that moment that we're just so focused on us that way by the time we're done now our wife's not satisfied mm-hmm. and now she's upset mm-hmm. the whole time we sleep right and the experience was a bust exactly and mm-hmm. now you're wondering why she don't want to cook nothing for you why she don't mm-hmm. want to wake up and do anything for you it's because you didn't take the time to minister to her in that moment and really take care of her and serve and I'm telling you I think Jesus was the best example when it came to service because he came down to serve everybody and he told us we got to be of service in marriage, you have to be of service. And I want to read something to y'all. I want y'all to tell me what y'all think. 1 Corinthians 7, uh, verse 3 says... Grace said, there's the issue right there. What's the issue? There's the issue? Yeah. What's the issue? Yeah. What's the issue, my brother? Top, type it in the comments. Let me know what, what, the, what the issue is. Is it that, that men aren't walking in our roles? Or we're, we're not worried about pleasing each other we're just worried about let me get what i let me get what i i want off 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 of this in this moment she's supposed to get hers first bingo a hundred a hundred and ten percent because at the end of the day i'm supposed to like the bible says men always point out the scripture that says uh wives be 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 submissive to your (laughs) to your wives be submissive to your wives but it doesn't men don't like to address the fact the verse before that says be ye submissive one to another, meaning mm-hmm. I have to show you what submission looks like. Right. And so if the Bible is telling me I have to do something first, why am I not taking the time first to satisfy my wife so that she can feel appreciated, she can feel loved, mm-hmm. like you were saying? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm taking the time to serve you, that means I'm showing you that I love you in action and not just what I'm saying, oh, you're beautiful, I love you, I love you, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Now you feel that love, it's a feeling because mm-hmm. it's an action word. And so that, like you said, is spot on. Um, and back to, back to what I was saying, 1 Corinthians 7 and 4 says this. It says, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. What do y'all think when y'all hear that scripture? What comes to mind? Reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. I went to Ellison. I'm not that smart. Why you just say the school? That sucks. Um, do better, <laughs> Um, Reciprocating. Um, mm-hmm. Doing unto others as you want them to do unto you. 
Mm. Reciprocity. Um, showing you because it's not always like the gentleman said, like she's supposed to get hers first, but it's not always that way because sometimes we want to be of service as well. Cause so sometimes it can, it should be about you mm. as the man. Right? And just like most of the time, it should be about the woman. But sometimes it should be about the man. Mm-hmm. Like the woman goes into it knowing that I'm not here to get that. Mm-hmm. I'm here to just make sure that I serve and That's that right. he is attended to and I will sleep mm-hmm. better. Right? Um, but I, yeah, I see, I, to me, it's reciprocity. Like we're yielding to one another mm-hmm. as we're both yielding to God. Someone said that's really key. If you seek to serve before looking to receive. Yep. Makes mm-hmm. a huge difference. Question. Okay. Maybe I'm turning it around. Okay. I'm tra- maybe I'm turning it around. But you know how we talk about just like dress code in the, tr- in the church? But not like, okay, there's a dress code in the church, but you obviously you don't want to let eyes wander. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before you get to that point. Before you get to that point. Okay. Because that's going to lead somewhere else. What do you think about that verse? I already had it in mind, but I was going to say. What do you think about that verse? About pleasing one another? No, no, no. They don't say that. Yielding to one another. Yielding to one another. It says the the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. What you mean? You have authority over my body. What you mean? What you mean? Whatever Sister Carr said. Sister Carr said. No, but seriously. Yeah? So, yeah. so you, so. <laughs> I've heard that scripture so many times, but uh-huh. that was my first reaction when I, when I. When, when you I first heard, heard it. Yeah, what you mean? All right, so what is With it? With my body. What about now? What about. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I agree with Sister Carr. <laughs> She's my body. <laughs> you yeah. touch me. Right. Catch me right now. Like, who put this in? <laughs> because, because if hold on, if you if you want to get deep into it, then if you want to get deeper into it, then oh, I'm getting really deep. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But whenever I I tell you I, I want you to wear this or like what you're wearing, I don't like it. I want you to wear this shirt, and you don't do it. It's my body. That's so valid. why'd you change? That's valid. So do we really put that scripture? In? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it it doesn't go just in sex. Hey, it's ahead, with everything. Go ahead, cut. So, or like, whenever you tell me you don't like me in a dress, yep. and it's your body, mm-hmm. and I choose not to not not to change my clothes, I gotta think that you're my husband, and you're the one that's looking at me. Mm-hmm. So, like, what what am I doing? I'm not listening to what the word of God. That's valid. Yeah. Somebody got a question. Somebody, a question. Uh, Kyla said, "Wait. So, if oh. your husband wants sex, you just have to give it to him, even if you don't really want to." Like Sis Nicole said, "It's my body." All right, so I, that's that's like rape, though. So I was about to say, let me answer that, because a lot of because the Bible also does talk about self control, mm-hmm. and to say that I'm horny all the time is a myth. That means my mind is not on Christ, right? Because it should be an intimate setting. First and foremost, if I know my wife isn't feeling good, right, I'm not gonna force her to do something with me when I know she does not feel good. Mm-hmm. When I force her to do something in that moment, I'm now stepping outside the will of God and operating in my lustful desires Mm -hmm. and not my godly desires and motive. Mm -hmm. When I'm operating in that, it is now coming to where it makes the woman think, well, 
uh-uh, like, uh, don't, don't touch me. Do you not see that I'm struggling right now? Or do you not see that I'm in pain right now? What, what do y'all think? Ooh, I, I like, well, just even that, I feel like even when, like, women have their cycle and then I was just thinking really? that. I was like, who? And it's like, right. okay, like, do you, like, we, we're supposed That's to, like, understand each other. the most uncomfortable other. time of the month. But they'd be like, suck it, come on, come on. And just, like, I feel like you just need to yeah, understand one another. So, I, yeah. I don't know. They say it uh, makes sense, makes sense. So, the next part, what you was, what you was about to lead into in regards oh. to modesty. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what you were going to address. Oh, I was going to address that. So, yeah. so, we talk about in the church, you know, dress a certain way and stuff like that, right? We, we want to complain about that, but... But anyways, have you ever gone to church or vice versa? Someone got like, it's like you saw someone at church and they were checking you out? Yeah. I could put on a paper bag and I still get checked out. That's just because of how I'm shaped. So yeah. I have to be mindful uh-huh. of that when I, so, yeah. Okay, so where I was going with that was. So what what does because a man I feel like man men are are, are like horny regardless. Let's let's mm-hmm. differentiate. Yeah. A godly man. No no no. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not talking and about someone that. that's driven by their lust. Yeah. So there's a difference. So like, what happens whenever like it happens at church and someone tries to check you out? What you mean? That mean, oh so what I think if I feel me personally I, and correct me if I'm wrong any anybody correct me if I'm wrong. If you're going to church, right? First and foremost, we're going to church. Meaning, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm mm-hmm. going to to hear something for me because of where I'm at in my life. If I'm going with that mindset, my mindset should not be shifting to, oh, hold on, look at these women. Yeah, but not everybody that attends church is godly. For sure. And People every- are trying to get there. Right. Yep. And it, it takes years sometimes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take you know months of going, weeks so, of going. Mm-hmm. So do you think that comes comes into play? Because I think mm-hmm. about this. Because for me as a man, there's no reason why I should wear wearing super skinny jeans to church, super skinny pants, super tight, tight shirts, where you can see everything that you're supposed to be seeing at home. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? okay. What about outside of church too, though? Even outside what, of church. What Even about, outside of church. What about at the beach? Because I could be covered up all, you know, I could be covered up, mm-hmm. wear my one piece, right. and stuff like that. A man is still going to have his image of what you look like, with or without clothes. So, what happens it, then? It, has, it boils down to self-control. Mm-hmm. As men, and I feel like a lot of men, even, even I have struggled with that, Wait, self-control. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with self-control if you aren't a godly man? The, the thing is, do you want to deal with self-control if you're not a godly man? Because if you're desiring to be a godly man, that means you're desiring to want to have self-control. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you, that's not something you desire, then it boils down to, okay, you're okay with being hell-bound. Like, you you on the road to hell, and you okay with it, and you ain't got no issues. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's where it comes into play. Because as men, like I said, a lot of men struggle with self-control. And they don't want to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was telling somebody like a, a while back, men, sometimes we get together and we downplay sin by joking about it. And then we yeah. wonder why we don't get free. Because we joke about the sin yeah. that we're struggling with, that we're dealing with, versus being real, saying like, hey, 
I shouldn't be struggling with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we downplay it with a joke like, oh, bro, you did this. Ha, <laughs> ha, bro. Or you was watching this. Ha, <laughs> ha. You know what I'm saying? Making light of the situation. And then we wonder why we're not getting free. Right. So. Said, no matter where you are, you should dress modestly. That's for sure. Correct. And this is. Now, this yeah, is. Yeah, modestly, modest for me isn't like. I, I wear some, some shorts. But my shorts are like short shorts. My shorts are like, They're like a free. Yeah. I got a question. So they said no matter where you are, you should dress modestly. As far as modestly, is that something you decide to do as a married couple and set the boundaries together, or is it you and you? I think I just decided on my own. I don't think he ever. Yeah. I I don't think he ever told me to do it. I don't. I, and honestly, and I've told our pastor this. I don't think nobody in the church has ever done that because I chose to do it on my own. Right. But when you do it on your own, do you do it? As yourself, like, okay, this is my boundary, but at the same time, you're thinking about your husband as well. Like, I'm going to these places, and sure, I don't want to look like this, but at the same time, I'm thinking about Marcus as well. Are you doing that? Right. Like, when you made your decision, you, you get what I'm saying? I'll be going to sweats all the time, so I don't think he cares about that. <laughs> I get what you're saying, because for t- modesty can be left up to interpretation. <laughs> because yeah. you can have on a, a, a bodycon dress and throw a blazer over it and think that that's modest. Mm-hmm. And wear that to church. Mm-hmm. And that's not. Well, because, yeah, because you could see your right. Figure. So um, it comes. It all comes with teaching, right. and like Sister Nicole said, like when I started our church, um, nobody had to tell me um, how to dress or how. I just saw the women um, of the church live it before me, and no matter where I saw them at, I could see them in the dollar store, H E B. No matter where I saw them at, it, they still exemplify the same type of modesty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So I started one by one just taking different things away mm-hmm. and, you know, taking, you know, um, jeans away, taking tights away, taking, you know, things. And just it just gave me an opportunity to shop more, really. Um, yeah. But it, I became more comfortable um, with it. Do I still wear, wear scrubs because I'm a nurse? Yes, I still wear scrub pants. Um, just because of, that's my job, but just it allows me to think more and think of more of other people mm-hmm. because we're supposed to be helpers one to another. And so, like this dress, it comes all the way down here. Could I wear it all the way down? Wear it just like that? Yeah, some people do. But I chose to put on a shirt up under it because that's modesty. And um, those those little things here and there um, that I choose to be cognizant of to. Um, not cause somebody to stumble. Yeah. And that's and that's what the word tells us, that we shouldn't be a stumbling block to our <clears throat> brothers and sisters. And believe it or not, Nicole and I have had conversations in regards to like our attires. Um, because at the end of the day, we represent each other when we go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's certain things, like she mentioned earlier, that she likes for me to wear. So she bought me some boots. Mm-hmm. She bought me some dressy-type boots. Um, and I like when she dresses up, wears dresses and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it, it boils back to what are you establishing in the home? Because a lot of times there are individuals that are married that allow their significant others to do any and everything outside the house. When we go to the beaches, one thing that I've stopped doing, I either wear a tank top or I wear a t-shirt when I go to the pool. Can I take my shirt off? Easily. I know I can. I used to play basketball without a shirt. But as I've grown in in our marriage, there's just certain things that are not of God. Because why am I showing my body to the world when it's supposed to be for her? People shouldn't see tattoos that I have. Everybody should be saying that. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? That and that, and that's just what we've learned. We didn't always have that mindset because we didn't mm-hmm. understand that. But the Bible right. says in all things, right. prayer and supplication. Yeah. And, and I when you like, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were done. My bad. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, you, I don't want to think that cutting you off. No, you good. And when you and when you truly seek God for things, God's gonna show you. But the thing mm-hmm. is, a lot of times, what I've seen just in my own life, we won't seek God on certain matters because we know the answer that He'll give will contradict what we mm-hmm. want. And when that happens, we're like, uh, God is really mean. Mm-hmm. Nah, your flesh just don't like what God got to right. say. Oh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like modesty is, there isn't no dress code to modesty. It's more like, what's modest to you? And so for me, I don't like pantyhose. I don't, I don't. And, but I choose, if I, if I'm wearing a long dress, I'm not going to wear them. But if. Describe your long dress. Oh, my, they're like past my way, past my knee. I'm almost to the floor. ankles. I'm about to say. Yeah. But even when women get together in the church, we, we, Why? Cause it's just us. It's just women around each other. Mm-hmm. I wear I wear leggings, but my shirt is like a two X. Uh, yeah. Um, I wear I wear jeans, but my jeans are baggy, and you know, <laughs> my you know jeans are baggy. So, <laughs> not me exposing myself, but nah, there see. isn't there they there see. really isn't a dress code to modesty. It's more mm-hmm. like okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show this part of my body. Right. I'm not gonna do this. It is not. And do sometimes um uh sometimes I'm just like man I could wear this it looks good on me but I'm like no so uh I think just a couple a couple of months ago I started putting some stuff in my in my my little black bag and I gave it to my sister because I'm like I know I'm not gonna wear it mm-hmm. and it's it I'm not gonna wear it to church I'm not gonna wear it out in public right and it just even just recently Marcus and I decided that okay. Maybe it's t- it's t- it's um time for us to just to start wearing more like Christian apparel, Jesus apparel, mm-hmm. and so that's what we're trying to work towards. Um, but yeah, before I used to wear my short shorts, and what? And I remember, I still remember back in the day. I think we were at the old church, and I was going back and forth because I really didn't understand. It is not it is not bad to not understand. But right. I really didn't understand the concept of pantyhose. I, I really don't. Because I'm just still, I still see your I legs. still see your legs, but if you get them dark enough, okay, I, I get it. But if you if, if you can see, if you can still see through your leg, I'm just like, I don't get it. But I understand that you're still trying. And one thing that I love about the people that I do serve and I am around is that they don't push you to do it. You do it on your own. Mm-hmm. And... Isn't that what you were saying? Yeah, because I even, like, when we do the church anniversaries, and y'all love to put up the video slides, and I see myself how I used to be, and I was like, ew, that was me? Mm -hmm. Like, what did, like, that looks gross. And I I, I just, yeah, who is that? Like, she had no, I don't know, but I didn't like it. And I know we went someplace, um, what did we go to that place in Waco? It was like a a water park, Mm -hmm. and... I didn't have my sleeves on, but the sleeves were like sheer. Mm-hmm. And like one of the kids were like, Sister Jakar, you got a tattoo? tattoo? And I was like, She does have a tattoo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why do you have them tattoos, Sister Jakar? And I was like, Well, I got a tattoo to cover up my brand. You were branded? I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so, going, it's going left. Yeah, it's going, so, <laughs> it's going left. 
So, um, just in those things, but it does allow me to be able to be, you know, explain to people, you know, where I came from and how God has brought me through. But I was going to say, that's why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, you keep asking for it until you get it. That's because the Holy Spirit will convict you mm-hmm. on what is appropriate and what is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. And you will know. If you have to tug on your stuff five and six times in eight minutes, it's too short or it's too tight. Um, and it also the, the Holy Spirit also tells you, you know, like they, like they were just saying, there are certain things that we should not wear anymore. There, and no one had to tell her that. Her husband didn't have to tell her that. Mm-hmm. That was something that the Holy Spirit told her. So that's why she began to put things in a bag and give it to her sister because she knows that as a godly woman, these are things that I should not. Not to say she can't because she's she can definitely physically still wear those things, mm-hmm. but it, it, was, it became a personal choice. And I think that's so important that we always have to remember um, how important the Holy Spirit is and how it, 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 it keeps you and it holds you and it makes you, it helps you to stay on the right path. Yep. Someone said when you, you have the Holy Ghost, it will guide you as to what you should wear and get an understanding. Bingo. Amen. Yep. Spot on. And, I, and, I, and I'll say this, I'll, I'll let y'all say this last thing and then we'll conclude um, with this episode because I, I truly appreciate y'all's time, both of y'all's time because it truly was a blessing and I pray that a lot of single ladies and even married ladies out there got something from this. Um, but before we go, if there's if there's one thing that you can say to all the single ladies out there, what would you tell them? You are far precious than rubies. Um, you are exactly how God designed you to be. He sees you better than you see yourself. And it's up to you to begin to walk in that better. And that better does it equivalent is not the equivalent of sex. That better is equivalent of God's presence in your life. And for all the married women out there, those that are married, mm-hmm. if you could tell them something, what would you tell them? Ooh, I'd like the opposite direction. I was gonna go with if you're struggling with it, don't be afraid to to talk about it. Mm. And I know not that many women, you know, men talk about it in their church groups, like. But women don't really talk about it, and that that's true. They don't talk about it when it comes to, like, their Bible studies or anything like that. We don't we don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling with it, go ahead and confess. That way we know, okay, you're struggling with it, and if you're really a sister in Christ, and if they're really a sister in Christ, yes. they're going to help you, and we're going to talk about it more. Because I'm pretty sure there are many people that do struggle with it, but they just... They're just silent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it starts to eat you up. I'll go ahead and... I'll oh, press the button for us one more time. <laughs> and we don't want to see you fall. So, go ahead. So, I would just say, just talk to somebody about it. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate both of y'all's time. Uh, it's truly been a blessing. Um, I do feel it's only right that we conclude with prayer. Um... Would y'all like both um, before? Oh, we, we I, got we got missionary, aspiring missionary, Sister Takara in the house. Come on, Sister Takara. It's okay, because uh, you're going to pray for the married women, and she's going to pray for the singles. That's how we're going to do that. Bless the Lord. Um, and we're going to start with the married women. <laughs> so go ahead. And oh, bless, you know she's like louder and stuff. I'm bless, more like a chill-spirited. That's all right, because the people need prayer, and that's how we're going to conclude yes. this. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, dear God. God, first off, we just want to thank you, dear God. We thank you for allowing us to be here on today, dear God. 
We ask that you allow every man, every woman, every married woman that has um, listened to the podcast or even viewed it on Facebook, dear God, allow them to 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 be touched, dear God. Allow whatever woman who uh, a woman or man, whoever it may be, uh, the wh- whatever person that's struggling with with sexual desires and stuff like that. Um, we ask that you allow them to, to either confess to you, dear God, or just uh, tell tell somebody, dear God, preferably a sister in Christ, dear God. God, we ask that um, that you give allow allow the leaders, dear God, either what whether it be in the church, dear God, or in their circle, dear God, allow them to to receive the Holy Spirit and to know what is happening, dear God. That way. Um, if there is any any woman who is um, ashamed of their struggles, uh, allow those those people to to go to them, dear God. And God, we thank you, dear God. We thank you for your word, dear God. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives, dear God. We thank you for this podcast, dear God. God, we just ask, dear God, to continue to to let the man the the men and the women uh, to do their uh, their roles when it comes to the marriage, dear God. Allow yes, the, the, the woman, I know as, as hard as it may be, to respect men, dear God, um, at all when it comes to their, just the, the way that, that, they, that they speak to them, dear God. Um, I ask that you remove any negative attitudes, dear God. Yes. I ask that you allow men, dear God, to stay focused on their wives, dear God, and allow them to, to want to please their wife and only their wives, dear God. And God, we just thank you, dear God. We thank you uh, because all things are all things are possible through you, dear God. And we will continue to give you all the glory, honor, and praise that you deserve, dear God. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. God, we thank you this day. God, we thank you for how you provided for us all day long to be able to come to this appointed time, this appointed season in our lives. God, I just pray that someone came to get an understanding on today that someone left this podcast a little bit different than when they came, that someone was able to be affected by the word. Um, God, I thank you for even allowing us the opportunity to be able to do this today. God, this was predestined by you. You knew it would be here in this time and this space to be effective in the upbuilding of your kingdom. And we'll forever tell you thank you. God, I thank you for that young lady that um, is able to find out who she really is in you and be able to apply your word in her life and know that you, she is fearfully and wonderfully made because you created her and she doesn't need man to um, to validate that in her. She knows how far precious above rubies she is in you. Allow her to be so wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in you that she for, she's not able to even succumb to lustful desires. And even if she is, God, give her the Holy Spirit that she's able to, that is able to quicken her and to ask for forgiveness. God, we thank you for being a forgiving God. We thank you for being a loving God. God, we thank you for sending your only begotten son to go on the cross, to die on the cross for us. God, that is what your love is. And God, I ask this day that you do all that you need to that needs to be done concerning our brothers and sisters that were on this podcast today. We love you, we thank you, we honor you, and we praise you. And we'll never cease to desire to give you our very best. It's in Jesus' name and in Jesus' name alone. Amen. 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 Y'all, I thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. 
It truly was a blessing. I thank you both for spending time with me on this Friday evening. Um, I pray that y'all have a blessed weekend. The episode will be uploaded this weekend for you all to re-watch it or catch it if you missed us. Um, I pray that y'all reflect over this week so that y'all can do better for next week and truly spend some time with the Lord. I want you to know that I love you and like I always say, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed. Yo, 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 it's your boo.